Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? I'm actually doing excellent, Connor. How yeah. are you, more importantly? There's, there's no bit. Why, why would there be a baby? I'm just having there's a conversation with my friend. And I want to know how, how you're episodes? doing. <laughs> Actually, this is made me think. How many episodes when I've said, how are you? Have you said, what about yourself? <laughs> I would say it's very few. <laughs> I, look, out of the 200 odds that we've done. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever asked Joey how he's doing. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, look, Joey is not as interesting as Sean. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Now, a lot of people won't notice is but behind the scenes, before we started recording this, we have already had a 45-minute, like, weird meeting just chatting about things. And That's so... Some kind of business meeting in our own mind. It, yeah, and I kept trying to get the fact that we maybe stop this one and start a new podcast from fresh, but apparently that's a poor decision. <laughs> I just feel we've built, we've built a certain <laughs> level of engagement on this podcast. Yeah, burn it. Burn it go again. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see what happened <laughs> Clean break um, Imagine doing that Doing so for two years That means like Now nah, we'll start again Change the name Fuck it <laughs> Change the name Delete all of the socials Just gone No Don't worry We'll just start again Sure look It'll be cool this time Sure we did um, it once <laughs> So <laughs> What do we do here On Weird News Wednesday Sean You have spent the week Gathering all of the weirdest news stories From around the world And you're about to read them all out to me A man who has not heard Any weird news in his entire life Other than every Wednesday yeah. When you brief me Yeah so that would be a lot of Wednesdays, really, when you think about it. In my entire life, yes. But in the course the of last the show, less than you think. Weird, weirdly, when you think about it, it has been the last 104 weeks of your life you've heard weird news. Oh, God, yeah. This is... 
What have you done to me? But, Sean, we are starting this week in possibly one of my favourite stories, right? Right. And why I say this, I, I all week have been kind of saying to you, wait till Wednesday. We talked on Monday, yeah. and off, off mic, I said, wait till Wednesday. Just wait. And it's because I see the headline in my phone. I was just scrolling through Twitter, and I seen it, and I went, I'll leave that there now. That's gone into the document. Because... <laughs> We've done 104 weeks of this show, but also we've covered some strange characters. People who have been in weird relationships, re- weird relationships with things, maybe floating objects, maybe things that can go through walls. But Ooh. Sean, we have a sequel and a follow-up to a previous story. Now, Connor, you're you're fully aware of what you're doing here and that you're building up my hopes. <laughs> That you are going to talk about a certain woman who married a ghost pirate? No. Oh! I'm talking about the other ghost marriage. The other one? That one's even more ridiculous. (laughs) Yes! So, if anyone doesn't remember, we covered a woman called Amethyst Realm from Bristol maybe two years ago now. It was in that top ten weird news story of the year. And Amethyst, she was married, or she was engaged to a ghost, and she revealed that she was having sex with ghosts all the time. It was just something she did. Just something she just writes some spirits. Writing spirits, as you do. She was also mad about whiskey. It doesn't make any sense, but <laughs> we're, 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 um, we're starting with this this week with Amethyst Realm, 32, has called off her wedding to a ghost after he changed on holiday in Thailand and fell in with the wrong crowd of spirits. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've never been so glad to hear a breakup. It's not often you read a perfect headline. It's very not. The wrong crowd of spirits. The wrong crowd of spirits. I should point out to everyone listening... Amethyst Realm might as well be the like the patron saint of this podcast. Yeah, she got us our start. She got us our start. She's like the the story just it tells itself first of all, but it just has legs. Like uh, one of her patrons, Roisin, she sent us her autobiography. Yeah, th- th- she wrote a book on this. She, wrote, and she, uh, she that- literally wrote the book on marrying ghosts. <laughs> Not many people can say that, but she has literally done that, which means this breakup hurts me all the more, Sean. This is the woman I put all my trust in. It's like Bradgelina all over again. Oh, it's all over again. He went in with the wrong crowd. He was filming Mr. and Mrs. Smith too. Oh, no. I would watch Um, the shit out of Mr. and Mrs. Smith too. With a ghost as Brad. I, oh, oh, tie it into the Casper universe. Jesus. <laughs> so, a woman who claims that she was engaged to a ghost has revealed that she called off the wedding after her spirit fiancé changed on a holiday to Thailand. Amethyst Realm from Bristol met the love of her life, a spirit called Ray, which, if you're a spirit, you choose a, like, and no offence to Ray's, but you choose, like, in Fuego. <laughs> Something cool. (laughs) You'd choose Raymond at the very least. (laughs) Actually, our our Patreon Ray, uh, you know yourself, Ray. 
<laughs> you know yourself. Look, Ray, if you were a ghost, would you go by Ray or in fuego? <laughs> <laughs> in fuego. <laughs> um, or Max Power. You'd go by Max Power, surely. Or, or Sean Meehan. That's a cool name. Moving on, oh. on a trip to Australia, they met in 2018. After claiming, this is Amethyst, she says, she claimed to have had several sexual encounters with ghosts over the years. Um, the pair had planned to get married and have a baby together. Questionable. Sean, first of all, <laughs> I knew you were going to come in there. Where's your question? You don't like marriage? <laughs> Oh, I fucking hate babies, you know, I just think they're shit. <laughs> yeah, especially ones that are made by ghosts. Half of that has got to be evil. I mean, that's the plot of a horror movie, isn't it? That it's yeah, like half I think it is. It's a child. Yeah, um, but appearing on This Morning Today, she was back on This Morning with Hollaby and Scozers. <laughs> Hollaby <laughs> <be> and Schoolers. <laughs> Amethyst revealed that she's called off the big day. This is something we've been waiting for years on the pod. I think, it, I think in the original story, we said we can't wait for the wedding. Yeah, I was. I had was hoping for invites because we had given her a bit of a platform. But like, I know we were a lot smaller then, but it was still a little platform. To get her love out into the... We, we were singing from the hills about this great love story that we had come across. But after a disastrous holiday last May, where she suspected her fiancé of drinking and Ooh. doing drugs... Oh no. She called it off. Fuck, that's a, that's a tough thing to go through in a relationship. Uh, yeah. Two when, physical people doing yeah. physical thing. The... A ghost can't snort a line of cocaine. (laughs) I just want to make that very clear at the start of this A meeting. Right? A ghost (laughs) can do that. Guys, I know I say it every week, but a ghost... He's drunk again. He's drunk again. He's he's fallen off the ghost wagon. It's a ghost Um, A meeting. Oh, no. After falling in into the wrong crowd of spirits, in her own words, he would bring back various unknown ghosts into their hotel room. And eventually, she had to resort to kicking him out of their house by cleansing her home with Sage. I fucking knew Sage would come into this. It always ruins relationships. <laughs> it's the number one thing to break up marriages. Who were the, like, rough crowd that he he fell into? What's rougher than a ghost? Uh, uh, like, like an 80s punk ghost? Just out to cause mischief? <laughs> yeah, like, maybe it was, it wasn't Casper. Maybe he's one of the, one of the weird brothers. Yeah, like, was it, was it a Jack Daniels, maybe? Me- Maybe it was. So, um, we've called the wedding off, said Abbotist. It was going really well. Really well. Really Until well. we went on holidays, that, and that was last May, and he just completely changed. Completely changed. Um, uh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. She went on holidays in May of 2020. Um, we went on holidays, and, and that was last May. It says last May, so I can assume it's this year, yes. The, the nerve to travel during the <laughs> With a ghost. With a ghost. Super spreader ghost, we call him. Does does he wear a mask? It's what I want to know. <laughs> it's just a mask sitting there playing seat. <laughs> She's walking along just holding a mask up in the air. I should, like, just with her arm up, just to me, I'm getting fucking tired. 
He, he doesn't carry his own weight in this relationship. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, I think he fell in with the wrong crowd while at holiday. He would disappear for long periods of time and bring back other spirits to the house. I'd say he would disappear for long periods, almost forever. The fuck almost like he wasn't there at all. <laughs> yeah, that's where they get you. When they disappear. <laughs> He could, she could see right through him like <laughs> romantically and also literally and also literally he was transparent yes um, despite the loved up couple's holiday getting off to a great start with Amethyst telling the show the researchers the pair had had sex in the toilet of the plane the romance soon came crashing down after his party <laughs> after the plane became crashed. too much for <laughs> <laughs> that's a good piece of writing there <laughs> like how do I finish this sentence ah plane crashes are fun <laughs> right here we go so so as soon as they landed he just went on the tear with the lads is that what happened he, I think what happened was they went they had they were part of Mile High Club oh. and he was he was he was feeling good about himself they landed wherever they were landing in Thailand and the minute his feet hit the ground he just went to the pub I mean it's a long flight you know Fucking Bristol to yeah. Thailand. It's yeah, at it, least it's a lo- four you hours. Drink. You need drink. He's a, this is a man who's gone to the sea with nothing but rum for comfort. No, you're thinking of the pirate. <laughs> I'm thinking of the pirate again, aren't I? <laughs> pirate ghost and this ghost are two separate men. I mean, are they? Are they really? <laughs> they, they're about this. They look the same to me. To be fair. Um, so she says I think maybe he started doing drugs and partying a bit much she told these spirits would stay for days there would be crashing and banging and strange noises downstairs I'm I'm sure there were Amethyst (laughs) a confused Philip Schofield (laughs) asked how exactly Ray was doing drugs and whether he was partying in the physical or spiritual world, Scoulders come in with a good question. That's a very, that's that? a very understanding question. He's not dismissing yeah. anything there. No. He looks confused, but up until this point, he's still all in. She cleared things up, thankfully. I think partying in boat, judging by him disappearing for a while and coming back to mine in the late hours of the morning. Oh. How, how did she know that he was back? How did she know that he had left? How did she know that he was there at all? How did she know there was a party going on? That's, I I think, one of the main questions. Why? There's just... There was a load of beer pong cups just on the dinner table. Just untouched. She's like, fucking, look, he's he's partying again. He's trying to hide him behind him, but he forgets he's a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're doing nothing. I can see right through you, Ray. For God's sake, put the flamethrower down. Do, do you think maybe the increased media attention on the upcoming wedding forced her to create a situation where they broke oh. up? Because it would be easier than maybe having to go through with it. Yeah. I do, do, now, mm. look, I'm not, I'm not meaning to besmirch love by any means. Absolutely not. We love love. We we love love, especially yeah. ghost love. No, not especially ghost. What? I'm coming down hard Pardon? on that what? side. Oh, okay. No, right. Actually, the the first time we talked about this, I think I was on her side, so I'm going back onto her side. Um, oh, that was I, the I quickest flip flop you've ever done. <laughs> a 
absolutely. <laughs> All we're doing is flip-flopping. So, not willing to let their relationship go. Um, uh, sorry, she said, I've never had negative experiences with spirits before, but this was pretty scary. One would just follow me around the house, she says. These are the people at the party. And another one would leave a constant bad smell. I think that's one of the stinky goals from Casper. Is that not stinky? I think it might be. Has she mm. wandered into Casper? The movie Maybe Casper? she wandered into the, the set of Casper. Yes, it's still there. Are they, are, are they filming Casper too? Was she in a relationship with Casper? <laughs> He's a child, Amethyst. He's a child. You're a sicko. <laughs> <laughs> I like how this woman is like married to a ghost. We're like, still needs to be put like you, you're having sex with a child on her. <laughs> Just to really add insult to injury. <laughs> No, we 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 don't condone that. We don't love that. We love love between adults. Okay. Um, not willing to let their relationship go, Abbott has tried talking some sense into Ray. She grabbed him by the shoulders, like Ray, come on, man. But of course, she can't hold his shoulders. You know what I mean? <laughs> but after, but after he proved himself unable to change. She kicked him out of the house with that sage cleanse we mentioned earlier on. Sean, how much of a sage cleanse would you have to do? Is it a case of you have to cover every inch of the house, but if there's, like, left in a centimetre, he could, like, sneak in through the letterbox or something? That's the thing, because it's not like vampire rules where he has to be invited mm. in. No. Um, I, I, it'd have to be... You'd have to set the house on fire, but prior to that, <laughs> line the walls with sage, I think. So in a way, there's no winners. There are only two steps. So you go up to the shop and they're out with Sage. I'll give you a fucking box of matches. Fucking no point. (laughs) (laughs) No Sage in the shop. It's all sold out. You point me in the direction of the kerosene store, sir. (laughs) I just need some petrol. I don't ask questions. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I tried to talk to him, she said. And I gave him chance after chance after chance to this ghost. But he just didn't change. He was on the down slope. In the end, I did the sage cleaning, cleansing. I just had to get rid of him in the way I would any other spirit. Ray and Amethyst had planned to wed at Wookiee Hole Caves in Somerset. And she explained that both her and Ray's family were heartbroken by the news. <laughs> is it? What, is this the first we've heard of Ray's family? <laughs> Ray's family? This is a major update to this story. So he's so look previous relationship no no bother there. Uh, yeah. He's a ghost though. Mm. Why it is going to be tough for his family to turn up? If that but if he's a ghost and like and has is capable of being in a relationship, why wouldn't he just go back to his existing family? Mm. Go yeah, like if you're going through a difficult time. Say he's going through these difficult times and he's been cleansed of her house. Do you think he's gone back home to the parents? Maybe just to get reset. Set back to the childhood bedroom, you know, just a yeah. bit of comfort. Yeah, exactly. The childhood bedroom of the 1800s, I can only assume. Oh, like Oliver Twist was there. When was yeah. Oliver Twist yeah. set? I'm not quite sure. Uh, 1974, I don't oh, know. Oh, my then. dad is older than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> um... Oh, Amethyst, what are you doing to us? <laughs> the 
this is if I could just do this story for this whole episode I would <laughs> I just think this woman's a maniac and I just love it that's the thing we're always walking this line whenever this woman comes up of like oh where do we poke fun and when is it just not being fair to her like but yeah Ra- well Christ. she said Ray's Ray's family were heartbroken by the news that the engagement was off which I think that would make dinner planning on who to sit where, the seating arrangement of the dinner, would have been very easy at that wedding, to be fair. And in these modern times where you have limited access to weddings, I mean, sure, the less bodies the better. 50% of the party. Fucking 50% of the party. Cheating <laughs> the rules. <laughs> um, Ray, um, speaking of, his, of her sister, she said... She was sad. Ray's family, I've had a little bit of contact with, and they're sad about how he's behaving as well. So, so, so sorry, whose sister? <laughs> so, she said her sister was sad. Abbott's sister was sad. Yeah. Right? But she also says that Ray's family are also sad now, about how he's behaving. Are they alive? Are they available um, for comment? None of this... No, she says, I've had a little bit of contact with Ray's family, which I assume means she's contacted them in the spirit world. I I mean, when anyone says, like, oh, I'll contact them, I automatically assume spirit world. No, I I think it's way darker if his family are alive. Like, it's a family whose son died, and she's like, I'm marrying the son or the spirit of your son. I think that's way more fucked up. That, yeah, that's you're getting other people involved at that point, and that's mm. that's I think where it crosses into sinister territory. <laughs> <laughs> but Abbott has suggested that it could be the stress of the pandemic, which is causing Ray to act out. <laughs> I mean, we've all felt it, lads. We've all wanted to do drugs. <laughs> Just when you think the story is done, this ghost has been addicted to drugs and partying. She pulls out the pandemic stress card. What fucking stress does... He's dead. <laughs> he can't even breathe on a year. It's the fuck. Why is... He would be the one who would be least stressed by all of this. Yeah. He's... It's an airborne virus, but he's also airborne. And he's made of air. He's, he's made of air and he doesn't need to worry about two metre oh. distances. Oh, it doesn't matter to him. It'll when, go through him. When he died, it was still yards and fathoms. <laughs> no, wait. Wait, I just read the next line. She says, The stress of the pandemic is causing Ray to act out. Revealing, she's revealed, this is breaking news, Sean, that ghosts too have to socially distance from one another in fear of getting ill. Where do you go after you're already dead? Death How can like, it get worse? Death is like the final condition that you should ever have to deal with. Like, who gets... Who's dead and goes, Jez, I don't want the sniffles. No, you're dead. No one dead is drinking Baraka every morning to try and fight <laughs> off a cold. <laughs> what the fuck? The, oh, oh, I'm baffled by this because... <laughs> She's like a, she, she's she has this miraculous ability to generate like mm. clickbait headlines. She yeah, it's the miraculous ability to speak for all ghosts. <laughs> That's what she has. Yeah, I wonder is that used as a reference anywhere? Like if any of the occult societies and things like that, if they've decided, oh okay, well Amethyst says this, 
So maybe mm. that's why we're not finding any ghosts. It's because of the pandemic. And I think if you say if you say anything with that much confidence, then you can question her. If you say that to Scozers, like you might as well be saying it to the Pope. Now, Scozers did have a response, though. Oh, he always so, has a response. Scozers just looks at her and says, "Ghosts can get ill?" Question mark. To which she simply replied, "Yeah." <laughs> Simple as. That's all you need to know, Phil. There's there's a servant and ace there back from Amethyst. <laughs> like, where where do, like it's a, it's a yes or no question. You know, he didn't yeah. specify what kind of illnesses. Ghosts can get ill. Yeah, obviously. Like for fuck's sake. Yeah. Any sensible questions, Holly? Am I talking to a fucking dickhead? <laughs> Scousers, go away. Amethyst communicated with Ray through energy and emotion feelings, rather than with words. And while she's devastated at her loss, she hasn't ruled out eventually dating another ghost. I'm happy, free, and single at the moment, to be honest. Not put off spirits. I'm sure eventually I'll be ready for another one. For the moment, I'm just happy being free and single she says and look more power to you girl uh, it's going now, to be very hard to find a man or a woman to date this person <laughs> I mean but like to be fair it's she seems to have a talent for ghosts finding her at this point yeah well I think she's looking for them she's, who are you going to call I mean yeah, <laughs> don't call them in the first 24 hours though, you don't want to look needy. Who are you going to call, call after three days? Who are you going to call after three days? You don't want to look needy, Sean. That's true. I'm. Uh, no, to be fair, Connor, look at me. Do you think if a ghost interacted with me at all, I'd handle it? If a ghost doesn't ring you! Way? Sean, if a ghost doesn't ring you, he's ghosted you! <laughs> Yes! Fuck me! <laughs> I did it! You did it. You got it, buddy. We're never going to peak after that. It's all downhill from here. Clip that. That's going everywhere. That, that oh, audio man. clip is going everywhere. No, no context. No context. It just looks like I'm being crazy. Exactly. The previous 23 minutes of this podcast did not happen. <laughs> so, Amethyst, she's, the relationship is off. So the patron said that this podcast is now single, and she's back out with the she's back out with the world. We have her book, so we can read that if we need it. But she's back out on the market. So if there's any ghosts out there, she's looking. And uh, look, anyone who's a member of the Patreon, uh, message in. Let us know if you want me to read a few pages of that book on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that as a Patreon exclusive take. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Make, make people be like, this is what you paid for. This is it. This is what <laughs> We're going to read we, this book. <laughs> we didn't even buy this book. It was a gift. <laughs> From you. <laughs> um, okay, I think we're going to have to move on if we want to talk about anything else this week. But I, uh, sometimes there's a story that comes up and I just feel like it has to be discussed. It just has to be. Okay, um, yeah, like you are totally right there. Yeah, and so we're moving on to our next piece of news, and unfortunately, 
I don't think anything can compete with Amethyst, but we're going to have to try and follow this up with 11-year-old steals school bus, then flips off the cops during chaotic joyride. What a fucking boss. Okay. <laughs> so, according to The Advocate, an 11-year-old piloting a school bus led local cops on a joyride chase through the streets of Baton Rouge over the weekend. Not only that, but the kid who, per the article, was so small that he apparently had to stand up to reach the pedals, managed to evade police for over half an hour. It's a testament to the the driving skills of the kid and also the ineptitude of the police. (laughs) In my head, they're driving really slowly behind him. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like... I mean, it's a school bus. You have to go slow behind those things, you know? You can't overtake. Yeah. Um, so he not only was he not only did he manage to evade the police for over half an hour, he also swerved around multiple spike strips and then managed to flip <laughs> off <laughs> flip off the lawmen along the way. <laughs> if a newspaper hasn't called this story "Baby Driver," what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You're you're t- taking the day. Off. Just put that headlight in. Walk away from the computer. You're done. You've done your work. You've done your work at that point. Now, yeah. Dodging multiple spike strips in a school bus. And then throwing up the fucking fingers. Just flashing the Vs, like. (laughs) (laughs) And he's not holding the steering wheel while he's dodging. Fuck yeah! Now, look, we're we're all assuming. Wait, where was the bus driver? Did the child knock them out or kill them? (laughs) Or maybe the bus driver had left the bus for a few minutes. No, I don't you know think bus drivers possible. don't. You know bus drivers don't live in the bus. No, teachers live in the school and bus drivers no, live on the bus. No, no. Oh, oh, Lord. Okay. No, no, the bus driver eventually, if he needs to, if he or she needs to go to the bathroom, hmm. maybe, or to get something to eat, they'll have to stand up and leave the bus. Right, I see. So mm. you're saying a yeah. child would have taken advantage of that situation and just driven the bus. I'm I'm saying a child could have easily timed their day, planned out, learned the bus driver's schedule, mm. planned it out over a series of six months, and eventually took the bus for a joyride, yes. My response to that, Connor, is have you seen the film Speed? <laughs> I have, yes. This is, I mean, Sandy Bullock was is not mentioned in this. But it is heavily implied she was there. I mean, celebrities are never going to admit to being in that kind of situation, (laughs) you know? Their PR people are going to come in. They're going to cover it up. But we know Sandy was there. (laughs) And that bus, you can clock it, 51 miles per hour the whole time. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he was standing on the strips. And then this is an exact quote. At one point, the boy reached his hand out the window and then threw up the V. To warn the pursuing officers. <laughs> so that, the thing is, that kid knows he's not going to jail for this. <laughs> no, so, but if you're not even tall enough to, like, sit down, so he's standing up on the pedals, and he's already, like, dodging spike strips, so he must think, like, this is going to end badly. But then, a bit in his head goes, but before I go down, I'm going to give these fuckers the two fingers to fuck you. That, like... Presumably, that's the best two truths and a lie situation you could ever come up mm. with. Being like, yeah. oh, I was involved with a chase with the police at age 11. It's like, when you hit college, that is carrying you through the four years. <laughs> no, for the whole of high school. 
Like until that man is eighteen, he he's he's grand. He's he's chilling. Everyone's like, oh, there's a guy that flipped off the police while joyriding in the bus. He's a bit of a ledge bag. It's, he's 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 a bit of a fucking class man. We all say yeah. around here. <laughs> That's what they say. Um, so this is reporter Leah Skid. And though we can no, in no way condone this child's reckless behaviour, we can't help but concede it is to be pr- pretty badass. <laughs> what? They said that? <laughs> That's the news article, yeah. <laughs> what a fucking hero. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it, he's a wild card, but I'm glad he's in our deck. Oh, they know exactly. Because everyone reading that article is thinking, That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I wish I did that when I was 11. Um, eventually, the kid crashed the bus into a tree and was peacefully taken into custody with no injuries reported. It's unclear whether or not the anonymous child still remains in juvenile detention, but if so, we think it's safe to say he's the most respected kid on his cell block right now. Oh, he would be the most respected kid on death row if he was on it. <laughs> no, along with the grown men. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's, Yeah, yeah. Because he only... He, the only place to go is up from there. Like, I'm talking... Yeah, like, dude. like, rescuing a princess from a castle kind of a thing is next. <laughs> They're the only two bits of her- heroism you can do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Petty Grand Theft Auto <laughs> and rescuing princesses. Look, if you're going to go down, drive the bus at 10 miles per hour and just fucking flip everybody off the whole way there. Uh, look... I, I, the thing is, the kid would probably do it again if he got the chance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, we're going to have to move on to our next piece of weird news. Now, Sean, we covered this news story a few weeks ago, uh, around September 1st, I think it was. One and of the best this days. is one of the best days. This was a man flying in a jetpack around Los Angeles airport. Do you remember? I do remember. I think we determined that it was some kind of Iron Man types character. Well, there might be more. There, that theory might prove to be correct because now I have a man flying in a jetpack has once again been spotted in the skies over Los Angeles airport. Interesting. <laughs> yes. How oh, how many connecting flights does he have to make? Uh, <laughs> so, an unidentified man was seen flying in a jetpack near um, LA International Airport again. The man was spotted by a flight crew around 2pm on Wednesday, the General Aviation Administration confirmed. Um, a China Airlines crew reported seeing what appeared to be someone in a jetpack at an approximate at- altitude of 6,000 feet about seven that's, miles northwest. That's higher than last time. Yeah, he's got he's gotten a bit higher. Yes. Last time was three thousand, as far as I remember. It was yes. <laughs> so in, I, I, he's doubled it. <laughs> Next he's time he's going to. Going the moon. to <laughs> he just keeps putting more and more fucking petrol in that jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> He's learning. He's learning on the job. He's evolved. <laughs> he's, he's evolving. He's getting stronger every time. This, and they can never catch him. Connor, this is only the Mark Two. This is, yeah. We've got another ten marks to go until Apollo 11. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> fucking... Look, the, Connor, the enthusiasm was there, but the maths just the, wasn't. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have me for the... <laughs> NASA didn't respond to my emails. <laughs> this does not work. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, imagine you're on the China Airlines crew and you're coming in from China and you're just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, and then the poor pilot who has to report that. Actually, no, the poor air traffic control person. I hope it wasn't the same one as before. Who had to <laughs> yeah, tell that to you- a superior? <laughs> Are you for fucking real? I nearly got fired the last time. No, no, honestly. L- oh, like, fuck. Linda, I, oh. I can't stress. It was a man in a jetpack. He's not going to believe me. I have to tell him again. <laughs> um, the, the FAA said it alerted local law enforcement agencies and are investigating the report, which means he has gotten away once again. Well, how are you going Simmer- to catch him? He's in a jetpack, to be fair. And every time you get him, he's double the speed the next time. So similar sightings of a man in a jetpack near LAX were reported um, in September. An American Airlines flight was the first to report a guy in a jetpack over the plane's intercom at the plane's altitude of 3,000 feet above the airport. The aircraft's crew said that the man was approximately 30 yards away from the aircraft. About 10 minutes later, another plane spotted the man at the same altitude. So, the FBI is in contact with the FAA and is investigating multiple reports of what, according to witnesses, appears to be an individual in a jetpack over LAX. So, this man is getting more and more brave. He's more of a daredevil every single time. Sean, where is he going to next? I'm, I, I mean, I joked about the moon. Yeah. But, like, here's the thing. He's increasing in height. I think what he needs to do is increase in distance. That he can go from it, LA to another airport. Mm-hmm. And eventually... Because I think they're going to be... I think after this time... So he's been caught... Tw- he was seen twice on the same day. And now once more. If it gets to third time, if he turns up, they're going to be fucking ready. Yeah, they're going to have a big net with a parachute attached to it. <laughs> There's just nets all around the airport. Every plane just crashes. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you want to make an omelette? you got to break a few planes. <laughs> every plane that's come in has crashed, sir. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but have we got them? Not yet. Keep the fucking nets up. <laughs> He'll come. One of the biggest connecting airports in the world. <laughs> Blocks off all passages in just to get this one man. Totally worth it. Now, yes. Do you think if this man, like, do you think they'll anticipate that he'll go higher? Or do you think they'll underestimate him and keep him at 6,000 feet? I think you're going to underestimate him. And then he just flies right over the net. Because I think if we keep this up, he's going 12,000 feet next time. Oh, you're thinking double every time. I was thinking increments I think he's, of 3,000. Okay, maybe. If we, even if we go 3,000, he's nearly reaching 10,000 feet at that stage. How? When does the atmosphere become too thin to breathe? <laughs> is, is it 72 miles? No, it's not. How many miles is it? Uh, when is... Yeah. <laughs> is there one goose? We want to know if this man's going to space. Every fucking Wednesday, my Google search history becomes so weird. Yeah. Ten interesting things about air. <laughs> Interest. <laughs> oh, great. Amethyst, you might want to fucking listen to this. Here we go. Uh, fuck the atmosphere uh, becomes thinner and thinner, increasing with altitude, with no definite boundary. 
Okay, so the atmosphere... Okay, hang on. The the distance between uh, the atmosphere and outer space <laughs> is about 100 kilometers. Right. So he has a ways to go. Is 100 kilometers about 72 miles? Was I correct? Uh, <laughs> I think you'd be close. 72 <laughs> miles in kilometers. It's 456,000... Sorry, 4,561,920 inches. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's really sorted that out. That's or really hu- my question. <laughs> or 115.873 kilometres. Okay. So, it, but it, there are there. miles. <laughs> that's what, 72 <laughs> miles. more. 72 miles is 115 kilometres, is what they're saying here. Oh, yeah, okay. Look, it's close enough, but how many feet? <laughs> oh, fucking I'll, sort, I'll fucking sort you out now, boy. Hang on now. <laughs> this, this whole thing has been about this man's at 6,000 feet. What height is 6,000 feet? Uh, oh, oh, okay. 72 miles is 380,000 feet. Uh, oh, six, okay. 6,000 feet is 0.11 miles, or... Oh. Uh, hang on. Oh, gee, oh, lads, this is tough, you know. So he's only a mile in the air. I mean, that's a bit shit. It, it, I could do better, personally. That's 1.82 per- kilometres. Mm. So nearly two kilometres in the air he is. So, I mean, like, we did, sure I did that yesterday. I jumped that height. So I'm not even that impressed anymore. Sure, I fucking sprinted so, that far holding my breath. Like, it's... <laughs> So, if he, if he keeps doubling, eventually will he become maybe entrenched in a battle to the death with a plane? I, see, I think it's going to be a Pacific Rim situation that they set up some kind of fighting robot to shut him down. Because mm. you can't have I that have in my effect. head, I have in my head a bit of The Incredibles where if he's wearing a cape, this could all end in tears. He would never wear a cape, would he? No, Edna Moore told me no capes, and I'm just going with her. This is true. Now, presumably, if he's wearing a backpack, he can't. If he's wearing a jetpack, he can't wear a cape. Oh, that's true, actually. (laughs) Forgot about the jetpack. That is doing most of the work, I would say. Did you think he was flying independently? (laughs) Sometimes I forget what the story is, Sean. and I kind of forgot he had a jetpack, but now do you think... No, flight is impossible without one. Or, or at least a big plane. Yeah, you'd need a big plane. <laughs> Do you think the jetpack is going to get bigger and bigger until he just makes a plane? I, I, I think a plane is easier to build than a jetpack at this point in technology. I think this man is playing his old version of GTA and he's currently on four stars wanted, but he's going for the five stars. Oh yeah, and he's got all of the cheat codes enabled. Yeah, like he's he's got every weapon. He has the jetpack. He's flying over LAX. He's seeing what happens. And and LAX for their part, they never see him coming. Like they never expect him to show up. <laughs> you you wouldn't though. <laughs> like it's been September first, so that's nearly like a whole the whole of September and nearly the whole of October. He hasn't been seen, and he just pops up now. Yeah, and in terms of. 
Like, this is something they've never had to deal with before. No, very few times would you have to deal with this scenario. So, I'm interested to see if he pops up again. We shall keep you updated if there's a third appearance of the LAX jetpack uh, man. But we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is... Naked teen covered in ranch dressing crashes at Kansas gas station, Sheriff says. Sorry. Yeah. As in they were covered in ranch dressing, or... The car? Naked teen... The car, you'd have to buy so much. Now, a naked teen who... Naked teen... Naked teen covered in ranch dressing crashes car. Right, okay. Well, presumably you can't steer very well if you're covered in ranch. Uh, No, if that gets into your eyes, that is going to burn. That's stingy, but delicious. Yeah, it's it's so nice, but I can't see. Um, So, a teenage boy who was naked and covered in ranch dressing crashed a vehicle at a Kansas gas station early Saturday morning. The disturbance was reported to 911 around 3.30am at the Petro Deli convenience store. That just raises further questions. That's one of the questions I was going to come to you with. A 17-year-old male was naked and under the influence of a substance. Doesn't say alcohol, the sheriff's office said. He he was high on ranch. He covered himself in ranch dressing, damaged property inside a business, ran outside and jumped into a running vehicle and then immediately crashed into a nearby pillar. But... Why... Mm. Why is a good question. Sean, many questions going into this. One, it's at half three in the morning. How good or how bad does your night have to be that you end up naked and covered in ranch dressing in the car at half three in the morning? He was covered in ranch dressing before he jumped into the running car, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. He didn't bring the ranch dressing in the in the glove compartment. <laughs> you would need multiple bottles, though. You would. Or you would... You, Mm. Some kind of industrial-sized tub of the stuff. <laughs> you think he went and bought in bulk for this robbery? Have you seen Terminator 2? I have, yes. Do you know the end where he's lowered <laughs> into the lava? Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> but And I think you see where I'm going with this. And big thumbs up as he goes down. Yeah, no one's watching, but he knows. He knows he did it. He, who's lowered him then? He, he, he pushed the button and then <laughs> ran quickly to the lowering agent. And who's going to raise him? He, he climbs out of the ranch. <laughs> he climb, climbs out of the ranch, of course. Well, sorry, sorry. It was radioactive ranch. He now has super strength. Oh, see, you didn't say that, but now that you mention it, it makes perfect sense. So, he turns up to the robbery already naked and covered in ranch dressing. Which does he do first? Um, as in, does he, presumably he gets naked, then puts the ranch on. And then, at what stage does he think this is the perfect outfit for a robbery? I mean, think about it, Connor. You're slippery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some people ha- don't like you, so they're going to stay well away from you. Be very hard to pick you out in a lineup if you're covered in ranch and naked. Like, if someone comes into the lineup and all the people are dressed, like, I can't recognise him unless he's both naked and covered in a certain piece of ranch. Yeah, and I, look, for, not to continue on with the movie references, Connor, but have you oh, seen Predator? <laughs> 
fuck's sake. Yes. Heat vision. <laughs> What's the one thing that can mask heat vision? <laughs> you think this man's in a fight to the death with the predator? Yeah, and somehow also the T-1000, maybe. <laughs> if, if anyone doesn't know, the plot of the predator is Adrian Brody is fighting the predator. But then they find out the predator uses heat heat vision. So Adrian Brody covers himself in mud and like blocks out his heat from his body and then fucks up the predator. So your idea is that this man is fighting a predator and instead of using mud, he uses ranch dressing as a substitute. That's exactly what I'm suggesting. Mm. Yeah, look, at half three in the morning to do the robbery. It also says he damaged property inside a business. So he was covered in ranch dressing while damaging the property, then ran outside and jumped into a running vehicle. He left it running because he needed a fast getaway, but then immediately crashed into a nearby pillar. All a distraction. Uh, (laughs) From the predator. From the predator. The predator was invisible. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> oh, the predator was the getaway driver. <laughs> oh. They're working together. Oh my god, if Adrian Brody and the Predator worked together. You'd be you'd have a hell of a song if he got a piano out. That, that's that's not very good, Connor. That's a that's, that's a movie reference. That's <laughs> another why am I not allowed movie references? <laughs> Because this is weird news. <laughs> you did too. That's not fair. Um, yes, yeah, so so we have this seventeen-year-old um, boy who, I mean, getting raw, getting caught in a robbery is not that weird. You're under a substance, like you crash into a pillar. It's the it's the ranch dressing that really it adds a whole other layer of mystery to this boy's actions. I I don't know where, where the mystery is is Connor because frankly we've mm. solved. We, we it. <laughs> um, so we're moving on to Florida, Sean. And first of all, we have Florida Woman. Now we're finishing this week with another one of, I think, one of my favourite Florida stories. But first, we're going to go to a classic Florida woman, because the next two are Florida men. Florida woman, 33, who repeatedly told cops her name is My Butt Just Farted when arrested for trespassing, is hit with another charge... Her name yeah. is My Butt Just Farted. Yeah, she kept saying her name was My Butt Just Farted, yes. And, and can you spell that for me? So, sometimes, like, you have maybe a, an ulterior name. Like, you know, maybe like a secret identity, if you will. And like, so you yeah. get arrested, you maybe you maybe have a different name to try and throw them off your scent. What better way to throw the police off your scent than having the name My Butt Just Farted? I can only assume my first name, farted, last name, two middle names, but just. Oh, you th- oh, look, a lot of people go by their middle name as well, so that's fair. Yeah. What's the additional yeah. charge she got pulled up on? So, a Florida woman who was arrested for trespassing was given a second charge after she repeatedly told cops her name was My Butt Just Farted when asked to identify herself, according to the report. Melinda Lynn Guerrero, 33, was detained on Wednesday after refusing to leave a mobile gas station in St. Petersburg. She had been charged with providing, or she has been charged with providing a false name and with trespassing. When asked for her name, Guerrero is said to have not provided her name initially. Officers from the police department repeatedly asked the woman to which she kept looking out the window, acting like she didn't hear them. 
But eventually, they then asked her multiple times, uh, but the defendant then just started repeatedly saying, my butt, my name is my butt just farted. <laughs> this is like a child t- throwing a tantrum, isn't it? <laughs> my name is your dumb. <laughs> um, I don't understand why that's a bad one. I th- that's a really good one, I thought. Look, as, no? as, as pseudonyms go, yeah. my butt just farted is... It's it's no. I'm trying to think of any famous pseudonyms now. Yeah, <laughs> anything, anything at all. Do you know what? Do you know what? Maybe my butt just farted is the best pseudonym. You know what? Because we can't think of one, that's the one I would say is the best. Yeah, like it's no Elton John. No, it's n- well, it's better. I've seen Rocketman. Nothing compares to my butt just farted. <laughs> it is. It, 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 they put it, down it, the poster. <laughs> Four stars. Nothing compared to my butcher's farted. <laughs> They're like, is this reviewer okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, unfortunately, this plan of maybe not revealing your name, it might have worked, except that Guerrero has her last name tattooed on both her back and her arm, to which may have helped officers identify her almost immediately. Is that in case, like, she gets lost and has to identify who she is? <laughs> She's like, for right name, Guerrero, left side is her phone number. If found, please ring. Like... It, it, she might as well have gotten her driver's license tattooed on her face yeah. at that point. So she's also a repeat offender as she has just been arrested uh, a month ago for drinking in close proximity to a local Shell gas station. I don't know why that's illegal. Uh, I think you're just not allowed to drink in public, isn't that um, a thing? Um, maybe. Um, it is believed that the woman may have been under the influence of drugs or alcohol at the time. No. Yes. Now, was my butt just farted? Was that a confession? Was it a threat? <laughs> confession. You know what that is, officer. I have just shat myself. <laughs> if, if that was your pseudonym, that's when I think there's issues. <laughs> my butt just shat myself. And I do it again. <laughs> What what would be your pseudonym if you had to get arrested? Uh, in America, please don't hurt me. Yeah, please don't hurt you. That's a good one. That's uh, a good one. If uh, what what what's a good one? Uh, the, like there the, there's there's a tweet I love. I laugh out loud every time I see it. I lol, Connor. I do lol. You you ruffle copter. <laughs> I, I do, I do. Yeah, um, and it's um. Someone's name, and it's, uh, could I get your name, sir? And then me looks at officer's pockets. Yes, Pen Badgley. <laughs> <laughs> that man's name makes no sense. No, but I, I just, that, I, I, I like that. And I think if I'm ever stuck for a name, that's what's going to pop mm. into my head. Yeah. And they'll be like, are you famous? Yes. Yes, I am. I am. I'm all over Twitter, sir. <laughs> um, so, yes, this woman was under the influence of drugs or alcohol, and you, she was so drunk or high, she told the officers repeatedly, not just once, that her name was My Butt Just Farted. And I think that's the sign of maybe a night that has gone too far. 
But Sean, we are finishing Weird News Wednesdays this week with a pair of classic Florida men. Florida men dubbed Dumbest Criminals of the Week after reportedly leaving string of identifying clues at the crime scene. This is great. Someone's doing our work for us, Connor. (laughs) Yes. So, two men in Central Florida this week earned the title Dumbest Criminals after leaving behind evidence at the scene of their alleged crimes. The Sheriff's Office in Marion County arrested 41-year-old Robert Hobby and 23-year-old Marcus Reeves for reportedly stealing. Police said the two men engaged in a string of burglaries and thefts. The duo allegedly went to a, on a burglary spree in Ocala and Marion counties, breaking into several convenience stores and stealing lottery ticket, tickets and cigarettes. Would you steal lottery tickets if you broke into a store? Because if you won, like, you'd have to bring it back and they would know it was robbed. That's the thing, and all of the all lottery tickets are like assigned to the store in Ireland anyway. They're assigned to the store that they were sold in. So mm. even if you brought it to like the post office to claim it, they'd be able to say, "Oh, it came from here," and then it would be in the newspaper. Oh, we sold a winning ticket. I didn't sell any t- of that ticket with the barcode of that. I uh, look. I th- I think it sounds like a good idea in the heat of the robbery. Surely just steal the money from the cash register. <laughs> There's more money in that one, I'd say. I think you'd genuinely be better off stealing, like, cans of petrol or something. <laughs> now you're thinking. Now you're down there for dancing. Now you are thinking. Down there I'm thinking you dancing. on my next robbery. <laughs> yeah, down there for dancing. That's an amazing phrase. I love it. <laughs> you, point, you point at your head and go, down there for dancing. So, um, police did not have any trouble apprehending the suspected thieves, as apparently the two suspects left behind several incriminating items in the stores that they robbed. Multiple stores, including a shoe, their <laughs> tools, <laughs> uh, both of their wallets, both of which contained both of their IDs. Fox, how do you lose all of this? <laughs> one shoe their tools and both their IDs and a partridge in a pear tree presumably yeah I I don't understand how you lose that many things even if you're like oh we forgot the tools that's fair enough but the shoe Sean how do you forget a shoe you arrive with two of them on you can't leave with one and not notice no it's like it's not even in the checklist of, like, keys, wallet, phone every morning. No. Keys, wallet, phone. Shoes? Yeah, no, I have two of them. Okay. Shoes? Ah, oh, fuck. Every time. Every time. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm always forgetting my left one. I just keep thinking I'm off balance all the time. I have the wrong gate, I keep thinking. And, it, like, was his name and address sewed inside of the shoe? Because that would be the icing and- on the cake. No, it was just on the ID cards and the wallets mostly. Oh, right, yeah. How did, yeah. like... Did, it, did they take their wallets out? This, no, I think it was a case of they looked at their wallets and they looked at the pile of lottery tickets and said, no need for this shit wallet anymore, now we're millionaires. 
<laughs> just I'm I'm, I'm cash free, baby. <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> I'm all digital all now. Um, police said Hobby and Reeves were all, also were caught on camera smoking cigarettes in the stores while they were committing their crimes and even leaving the buds of the cigarettes and the crime scene. Oh, DNA! Excellent. <laughs> In, in a Facebook post, the Marion County Sheriff's Office introduced the two men as this week's dumbest criminals. It says, this is on Facebook. When the police officers on Facebook are roasting you, like, you have to be a certain level of Florida man. Um, so, meet 41-year-old Robert Hobby and 23-year-old Marcus Reeves. They've been arrested for a total of 14 charges combined, all in reference to, reference to grand theft and burglaries. Now, being a thief already makes you dumb. Jesus, it's gotten into a life lesson here. Yeah. Um, also, eat your vegetables. Drugs ain't cool. <laughs> Drugs ain't cool. Um, but that, but this, that isn't why they're this week's dumbest criminals. You see, these two went on a burglary spree inside the city limits of Ocala and out here in the county. They were breaking into convenience stores, stealing cigarettes and lottery tickets. But, while doing this, they were smoking cigarettes inside the stores while the cameras were watching and ended up throwing all the buds on the floor. But that still isn't the best part, because we didn't need the cameras to identify them. As you see, they also left the stores. They left their shoe, their tools, and also their wallets with their driver's licenses. Oh, to list it all out is fucking ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> I think you have to actively be trying to sabotage yourself. Was one of these criminals a narc by any chance? I think if oh, like, and he just kept like he was sneaking the other guy's wallet out of his pocket as he was doing it. He's <laughs> like, "What are you doing, bro? Oh, I'm just practicing pickpocketing. You know, criminals, <laughs> that kind of thing. Just criminal stuff. You know yourself. You're a fellow criminal." Oh, and then they're just like, yeah, man, and high five, and then that. <laughs> yes! I love it when we commit crimes. <laughs> Together. <laughs> they're just bonding. They're just trying to hang out. Um, so, yeah, I think as a list of things to leave behind, wallets, they, that would be dumb. I think wallets are awful to leave behind just for the sheer stupidity. But leaving behind one shoe... If you arrive with four of them, between the two of them, and you leave with three, that's not something you don't notice until you get home. Yeah, the um, the, the, the time between realising a shoe is missing and the shoe actually being missing, it's very minimal, I would say. Because... <laughs> it is! Oh, my, f- my sock is now wet. Oh, my shoe isn't on. <laughs> All right. Oh. We have to walk across this gravel path to get home. Yeah, like a petrol station would just have a like a gravel area in front of it. There might be a stone there. Maybe when they were leaving, they stood on one stone. Surely that would tell you. That would give you some hint as to the fact that you're missing a fucking shoe. Don't worry if you cut yourself, Marcus. I have enough money for the two of us if we have to go to the hospital. Where's my wallet? It's fine. Oh, no. The police station will be paying my salary. Oh, no! <laughs> Um, so yes, in terms of Florida men, is this the dumbest they've ever gotten? Or no, I think we've probably had dumber. We have had dumber, but this is like unforgivable. Like this is basic level criminal shit that they're not doing. I, I, I think this is so bad that even like we are idiots, but I think even us would be like, let's not leave the wallets and the shoes behind and throw loads of DNA and the cigarettes all around the place. Like, it's just... Let, and let's leave, here's a pool of our blood, 
and I've ripped out some hairs. I've scattered them across the counter. I've cloned myself in the back. That'll be made when they arrive. Oh, best not forget the video testimonial confessing. (laughs) I love robbing, I said into the camera multiple times. I've also confessed to several murders. (laughs) Just in case. I didn't do them, but I just wanted to make it a bit exciting. Just, they they need a bit of excitement in that police job of theirs. (laughs) Um, So, Sean, that is it for this week's Movie movie Mondays. Weird News Wednesdays, I do apologise. Sorry, I brought up movies too many times, I confused the poor There was three references and I've already gotten confused. Um, Yeah, so that is this week's Weird News Wednesdays, I should say. Would you like to take us out? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesdays. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thanks goes out, as always, to all of our Patreons. it's patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast. Big thanks goes out to Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan Evanson, Sean Jamieson, Dominic and Josiah Green. Thank you all so, so much for your continued support. It really does mean a lot. Um, anyone who wants to support us over there, as I said, here's for hire podcast. Uh, oh no, I messed it up. Patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. <laughs> Not that. Oh, now the shoe is on the other foot, ironically. I lost my shoe, Connor. I lost it in the robbery. <laughs> That's true. Also, Waffles told us we messed up the Green Lantern. Or, um, yeah, the Green Lantern name. I said John Jones. I meant John Johns, which is Green Martian. I meant John Stewart. I just wanted to get that out there. Waffles, thank you for correcting me. That is that, a one mistake. I also did not catch that, so thank you very much for that, Waffles. Yes. Uh, you were thinking of Jeff Johns, who writes Green Lantern? That must be it. <laughs> no, no, John John Johns is the Green Martian. Or Green Martian. Green Manhunter. No, <laughs> Ma- Martian Manhunter. Oh my god. Oh my god! I've gone I've gone rogue! <laughs> You've gone full Florida. <laughs> I've gone full Florida, my brain doesn't work. I only think about comic books on Mondays and Fridays. <laughs> the rest of the week he's normal. <laughs> the rest of the week I'm not a nerd. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know how to follow on from that, but the no, best Martian Manhunter, Greenlander, their characters, <laughs> leave it be! <laughs> <laughs> the best way that anyone can ever support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Send me a dictionary, please. <laughs> I need words. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Down there for dancing, but also not thinking. <laughs> not thinking. Never thinking, that's no. Um, we're on all the social medias. Twitter at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook and Instagram are both Heroes for Hire Podcast. And then you can email any questions or queries to Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. But I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler, who's I've, bad at comic books. I've been Sean Mean, who's fucking great at everything. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, he's right. <laughs> so, I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.